What's up? Swaddy Cup, that's a long time. With Mark Pellegrini, Sophia Collins here in Boston. With my man Nick and Matt. You're listening to the MMAniacs with Nick David and Matt Kona. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals of all varieties, the MMAniacs podcast here, Nick David. Matt Kona, reporting live. Reporting live from, re- reporting live from the basement of WGORM Radio, broadcasting live from the basement of the Science Center. <laughs> I can say hi to all the techies over in Einstein's dorm. Remember that? No, were you a, uh, were you a Cheech and Chong guy? You should you should be. I don't remember that <laughs> Cheech and Chung bit oh. that, that much. I remember the movies oh. more than the the albums. But. Oh no, I had Big Bamboo. I was a uh, my my parents were both like amazing potheads, and uh, they were really good at it. <laughs> they were really they were really good at being potheads. As for, a kid, I was in awe. <laughs> a kid in the seventies, I said, "Hey, my parents, they're killing it yep. in smoking pot." All right, so first of all, Nick, hi. It's good hi. to be back. It's I good know. to be back. I, I, the last two shows that that I've done, I've been sequestered in Florida, so it's nice to be back uh, in the cold of New England. I've, I was welcomed with the coldest weather since 1953. It was zero, but felt like negative 32 with the wind. The last two days? I didn't even go out the last two days. Yeah, I canceled my <laughs> possible going out to do comedy last night because I was, it was about 6 p.m. I said, ah, The Walking Dead is on in three hours. Yeah. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll stick it out until then. I did, here's my, I have a, I have a battery in my car that's on the brink, but I also have a remote starter. And so my litmus was, if I click my remote starter and my car doesn't start, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so I clicked my remote starter and my car went, nope. And I went, okay, <laughs> putting my pajama pants back on and sitting on the couch. Wow. I am not going out to jump the car in this 30 below bullshit. <sighs> yeah. So really cold. I went to, yeah, thankfully I, I had some indoor spots to go to. We, I went to the movies. It's sort of an MMA connection because I saw Deadpool, which uh, Gina Carano is oh. in. She was good. I thought it was an enjoyable, R-rated, people make it a big deal about it being an R-rated comedy movie, but it had some pretty badass fight scenes, and and also, the thing is, Deadpool's kind of a villain, so in addition to be wisecracking, he is also a huge murderer. There's a lot of <laughs> brutal murders in it, but they, right. it kind of gets away with it because he, it's comic book land, but there it, it's not for kids, but there was a bunch of young children at my 9:15 Friday night showing. I heard a lot of um I heard a lot of the the big comic book fans are are really being supportive of this because they're following the book the comic books to a T in the movie. So Oh cool. I've heard that a lot of the I'm not a comic book guy. I've never I mean I was when I was a kid and I have just never never didn't stick with me, but I I have a lot of friends that are really still big into comic books in their adulthood and uh i've heard i've heard a lot about people going yeah it's it follows the the comics exactly so nice. yeah so to, yeah gina carano <laughs> mmadx movie review time we're doing a book club review later yes. uh, we're, we'll we'll we teased it a while back 
but you can get you can win your very own copy of The Crippler, Cage Fighting and My Life on the Edge by Ultimate Fighter Season 1 participant, Wild Man Chris Lieben. Yeah. So re- all you got to do is write an iTunes review and we'll pick one at random. And so we're having a hard time getting them, so here's how I'm going to put it. We need five reviews up. There's, we only have three, we only have three reviews right now. And we live in an age where you can, you don't have to think that hard about something. You can type into YouTube, uh, YouTube, how do I leave an iTunes review and someone will have a video demonstrating how to do that. It's really simple. And we've had some friends that have wanted to leave it and they get, they got very confused about it. They've called the (laughs) iTunes home office and told them a person that answers the phone how much they've enjoyed it and how much (laughs) Pain they've had to suffer through attempting right, right, to write a review. Right. I think some people sent and they signed a petition that went to the White House to try and yeah. get iTunes to be easier <laughs> to leave a, a review. So we have three reviews now. When we hit, I want five more reviews. When we hit five Oof, more reviews, that is setting the bar low. Go on. Uh, we can name five people right now that could review it. I know, but I'm saying if you want no a copy good. of this book, that's true. Free book. Five reviews. As soon as I get five reviews up there, five more reviews than we have now, then uh, we'll pick a winner and we'll send it off to you. No cost. We'll, we will send we'll... it to you cash on delivery. So you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, we're not going to, there'll be no, uh, you don't have to pay for shipping and handling or anything. We're going to cover all the costs of that. Um, but we and, will accept your donation. And I think, um, I haven't gotten the email from CES, but we're going to a CES this Friday. It's crazy. There's so so many. Last and last time they gave us a pair of tickets to give away. Right. So So I'm assuming they're going to give us a pair of tickets to give away. We'll be announcing it on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. But the same thing goes. When we get five more reviews for that, we'll give away the tickets. We get five more reviews for that, we'll give away the book. I also have I have a T-shirt that uh, Matt and I both bought. Uh, oh, that I bought you refused f- to wear the Rob Font one. <laughs> no, 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 oh. no. That, well, that one doesn't fit me. Okay. Uh, so will you give that as a prize? Or yeah, I'll give, give that, that as a okay. prize. Okay. Right. Uh, Matt got Matt gave me a, a Rob Font T-shirt that he got in one of the uh, at the open workouts. The open workouts for UFC Boston, um, and it's an XL, and I'm a big, giant boy. I'm a three X. Um, but I bought a t-shirt, I bought Matt and I both a t-shirt after we left the UFC in Boston. Oh, the bootleg? Yeah, the bootleg t-shirts. Oh, man. Uh, so mine, I asked for a 3X, and I swear to God I looked at it and it said 3X, but when I looked at it today, it's a 2X. But it, it was handwritten. <laughs> and I, yeah, it must have washed off. Uh, when I put it on, it was way too small for me, so. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't fit me. I've never, I put it on just to wear it. So I'm going to give that, we're going to give that away too. So we got, and it is such a bootleg. It's hilarious. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a fun, silly t-shirt to it, wear. It's it looks not... like the select a player screen of <laughs> a, a Nintendo version <laughs> of really, a UFC really video does. game. <laughs> like no logo is the same. They're like the photos of them are when looks like when TJ was on tough and when Dominic Cruz still had his own ligaments in his knees. Right. I think the belt that he has over his shoulder is a WEC belt. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it is, it's, I bought it as a lark just because I thought it would be funny and goofy and silly to have, but it doesn't fit me. And Um, it's a lot more, it's a fun, uh, memento of the show besides doing what I did and bought like framed, um, 
ticket holders of the first two UFC events I had, but that uh that's different. <laughs> um yeah, cuz it was big event. It was like a $6 shirt. It was, yeah, this yeah. was a good thing. We we got to yeah, see yeah. a title change. That's not every day. Yeah. You get to see a title change That's and, true. And two, it, it was the first time two title changes. No, there was only one uh one title fight on the, it was a bantamweight championship. Oh, that, that you know saw. what? I don't know <laughs> what you're talking. No, no, no. You know what? I'm confusing the, uh, uh for some reason I decided that I wanted to put the uh yeah. Well, I mean, Travis Brown did win the eye poking championship <laughs> yeah, belt from Matt Mitrion that night. <laughs> no, no, for whatever reason, I wanted to put the um, uh, the the middleweight belt that just switched hands on that same card for whatever reason. Oh, Luke Rockhold Luke versus Rockhold Chris Weidman. Yeah, yeah, and Chris Weidman for whatever reason. Well, no, we I, weren't there. I was there for that, but you right, weren't. Right, right. <laughs> I've nope. seen a few title uh changes hand. Oh wow. I've only s- the, the first one I went to Nami Hunis versus Van Sant there was no title on that. No, but that's what I was that's what I, the one I was thinking of was was Aldo McGregor. Mm-hmm. Rockhold. You're Leiden. like, wasn't Aldo McGregor in yeah. Boston? Wasn't I <laughs> there for that? I was like, wasn't I didn't I go to that fight? No. Yeah. Uh I did. So but you've seen three titles change hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at you. Look at you, Mad Cone. Look at you go, Mad Cone. I'm like the Johnny Tremaine of modern day MMA. I'm not going to the, the unification, or the, sorry, not the unification, but the fighting champion versus lightweight champion. I won't be there oh. for that, unfortunately. But hey, whatever. I've had some good luck at the end of 2015 and 16, so in the beginning of 16. So. Oh, that is an exciting fight. Seen some belts. What else do I gotta see now? Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> Hopefully I'll see um, the newest addition to the Bellator roster going for the welterweight championship. Yes. I think when we talked before, uh, you said he would, I, I know he'll do both, but he's the, the welterweight one is the first one that popped up. <clears throat> it was the first, yeah, he's used to defend. Yeah. So is Ben that? Henderson is heading over to Bellator and we're, uh, On April 22nd and it's coming to New England. It's, it's, it's going to be at Mohegan Sun. And we're working on getting our credentials right now. We're, uh, you know, we're halfway there. Wow. And, uh, we just have to wait until, until they say yes. That's right. So this will be our first week of talking about it. So we're gonna, they, they ask for what the assignment is in the thing. So the, our assignment is Nick and Matt's adventure to, it'll be much like Harold and Kumar. <laughs> uh, right. But there will be a lot less White Castle because we don't have any in New England. Yeah. It'll be maybe <laughs> Nick and Matt go to that waffle place we went to last time after Bellator oh, where yeah. we saw a man who lost his belt. I mean, we were there for a title change. We were just yeah, talking yeah. about it. And we didn't realize it until afterwards, but uh, the name uh, is lost off the top of my head, but... We saw someone drop their belt in front of in front of us, and then angrily eat waffles afterwards. <laughs> we uh, we've been to a lot of fights together in the short amount of time. Mm-hmm. We have and one. there's a bunch coming this weekend. Yeah, you mentioned there's CES, so Access TV has fights yep. on Friday, and as well as big uh, Frank Sham. I'm not Frank Shamrock. Uh, Ken Shamrock versus uh, Hoist Gracie three. Yes. No. No unlimited time limit this time. <laughs> so there's three main fights on that one. There's there's that. 
Uh, there's, there's a battle of the backyards of Miami. <laughs> that's right. It's Dada 5000 versus Kimbo Slice. Right, which is a, I just don't care. I don't care if Dada 5000 ever does. If I never heard that name ever and I didn't know who he was. I watched some of the, I watched some of the promotional videos because I didn't know who he was either. He's only had two sanctioned fights. Right. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's going the shit talking route of telling them that, uh, Kimbo used to be from the streets, but he left once he got big. Uh, now, so, but but the, Kimbo is just kind of combating him with logic. He's saying, "Yeah, that's what you do when you you move out of the ghetto. You achieve <laughs> things." And you, he says, "I'm a family man. I don't care about the friends down there. If, if we were, if we were friends, we would drink. But I I don't know anyone there. My friends have all grown up and moved. Right? Yeah. What do you? We're not fighting for the." The, the hood, uh, you know, it's just a, two men in a cage sanctioned off. And so he's just kind of downplaying it, which is interesting because you would think that, oh, because these, they're both YouTube backyard fighters that, uh, it would be more hyped up kind of environment, but it's really only one side doing that. Right. And now they're having extra security that's going to be accompanying them. They're not huh. going to be stupid <laughs> enough to brawl at the press conference and risk Blowing the TV event, which is a, it's a big free TV event. Right. The last time Kimbo fought, it, it was against Ken Shamrock, and that was the highest rated, uh, rated that Bellator has ever been for that main wow. event specifically. Oh, no but shit. as a, for a TV show up to that, and that was a good card. That was a card that actually really showcased, uh, the Bellator roster well. That was my first time seeing, um, one of the Pitbull brothers, and there were some excellent knockouts on that card, and, so this one, those are the two main ones. And then they kind of, I don't know that much about uh, the rest of the r- roster, but we do uh, have an exclusive interview that Nick did uh, coming up later on. Yeah. You can pitch that, point, tease it now. Yeah, so uh, luckily, uh, so uh, Linton Vassell, is, uh, we, I contacted him on Facebook, and he was down for an interview. And so uh, and he'll be fighting Emmanuel Newton. Yeah, so for the second time, so they fought uh, for the title. Newton had the title at the time, and I don't know if you remember this fight at all, but the fight was the first two rounds. Uh, Linton was whooping Newton's ass, and then the and then the the next three rounds, um, the next two rounds for sure. Uh, Newton turned it around, and then the third or the fifth round, Newton submitted him, um, but. You know, I talked to. I'm not going to spoil what he said, but yeah, just I'll, I'll, I'll play. You know, what we'll say. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. We'll just listen to the. We'll just listen to the uh, interview right now. Okay. Boom. How about that. Yeah. Boom. Here we go. Here comes the interview. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, how's your training going? Uh, it's going well. Um, I've done everything I can now. You know, um, so I, I'm curious. I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, we're chatting to the lads um, in the house, and I'm just excited, you know, excited to, um, you know, put a show on in, um, in like four days, and you know, get that win back. Yeah, yeah. That that first fight was a very exciting fight. It was uh the first two rounds were um, definitely all you. It was. Uh, a, I know. I, it was a crazy, I know, man. I know, man. crazy so, you back know, and I, forth. I, I, I know what I've got to do, and um, you know, I'm going to improve my work 
and um, they've got to decide, you know, if it's time enough, get get the win. You have you have a game plan going in that differs from the first one? Oh, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, that's one thing that I probably didn't used to. Have. I didn't used to have a game plan just to get in there and see what happens. But yeah. yeah, definitely got a game plan going on, and um, you know, that, that's definitely gonna um, make my game a lot a lot better having a game plan going into the fight. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure training down there with the Black Zillions doesn't hurt anything at all. Uh, I imagine you're yeah, making yeah. massive strides every day with those that's, guys because there's just a bunch of stone cold killers down there. Yeah, a hundred, hundred percent. You see the world straight up my mouth. Um, that's exactly how it's been going on. You know, I, I feel like I've, I've, you know, my game has gone up in leaps and bounds um, training here. I can it's only imagine. Me. I can only imagine you're, you're training. You yeah. train full time now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm training full time. Um, I, I'm down here now, so I won't be going home like I used to do um, after my flight. So I have my flight. Well, what I'd usually do is come here for a training camp and then go home. Yeah. And then and then just keep doing that. But, you know, um, to be realistic, that's, that's not ideal. Yeah, I can um, learn, learn, obviously, at home, but I need, I need to be here. And sparring with these killers if I'm, if I'm going to be world champion on, yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. So I won't be going home. I'll be, I'll be saying, I'm just continuing getting better and better and, um, getting that strap at some point. Yeah. Well, you got one of the best wrestlers in the, in the game with Rashad Evans. You got one of the best stand up guys in the game with Tyrone Spawn. You got, yeah, you got that's, total that's murderers right. like Anthony Johnson and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, and and obviously there are people that are you know obviously that not, not signed, but a lot of people don't know yet. Right, right. And, you know what I mean? But there, there's a, a good lot of talent that that will be coming up out of like Williams. So 2016, 2017, you'll be seeing some some good fighters yeah. um, getting signed and you know winning, winning some fights in gold. I know most of your almost all of your wins are by finish. You only have two decisions. Yeah. You're a finisher. You, you get six knockouts, seven submissions. Who's who's got the best submission game at the Black Zillion? Who's got the best jujitsu there? Um, I could I could pick one. You know, they're, they're, they're all top level. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not like I have, I have an easy easy night with any of them. Um, they're all top level. I could I could pick one from the other but that would be fair. It's a. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine having to having to deal with that cavalcade yeah. of, of animals on a daily basis. Uh, yeah. You know, I train. I've been training for a long time, and we've got some good guys at my school. But I couldn't imagine having to go in there and face the the, <laughs> the murderers that are there on a daily yeah. basis. So it's that, that's, I, that's it. That's it. And I like waking up thinking, oh, what's sparring today? Oh, I've got wrestling today because it's no easy day. Yeah. It's not like, you know, um, well, well, back at home, um, it's just, um, a lack, should I say. There's, there's, there's no lack, but there's, there's not as many, um, seasoned fighters back, back in England. Yeah. You know, compared to here, like, the, the gym is full. At home, there's, there's only a couple, and if anything, I have to go around the gyms to, to right. get to the sparring. Yeah, you, you gotta know, find um, guys that can test you. If you're yeah. not at a gym where guys aren't testing you, you're not getting any better. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing with with back home in England. If there's not, um, what was I say? There's not, there's not a, a gym or a camp 
um, or fighting school that, that has a number of, of good guys in, in that category. But during my training, that, um, there's only, there's only like, um, a couple of people, people my weight, you know, and, and it's obviously, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to get me any better or them any better. Right. You know, so you, you need to train with a, a big bunch of guys, all different weights, um, all different skill levels, you know, so, um, but that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'm super excited for the fight. I, I, I really loved the first fight. It was such a really good fight. I mean, one of the things about Emmanuel Newton is you just can't count that dude out. You can't, no, count, and, and you I'm can't count that dude point. out. You can yeah, beat the yeah, shit I, out I, of him for 10 minutes straight. And, and <laughs> yeah, I give him, it's, it's, it's got heart. Yeah. So I, I know that going into this fight, where yeah. last, the last fight, I didn't have that. You know, I, I knew he could, he could go in five rounds, but I, I, I was too confident that I could finish him. Yeah. I, I know that now. I know you, you can go the, uh, the five rounds. Yeah. Um, this one's only three, but I, I know. So if the finish isn't there right now, I haven't got to try and I have to finish it. I have to finish it. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And that was my biggest downfall. I was always looking for, I had to finish the fight. I didn't have to finish it. All I had to do was win the round if, if that was the case. Right. You know, and, and I'd cast myself out and, you know, um, and it, and they say he's a survivor, and that's what that's what he did. He survived and and got, got the win. Yeah, well, I mean, if that was a three round fight before, you would have won it. <laughs> now, that's, that's what I'm saying. So you know, I, I'm 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 really confident. I'm I'm, I'm I'm excited. You know, I can't, I can't wait to actually um, get in there and um, and get the fight underway. And what are your thoughts on the tournament? What are your thoughts on, on the, the tournament? Yeah, on the light heavyweight. The, the... Yeah, I, I, I was just pissed that I didn't get that second opportunity. Yeah, I, I, um, I thought you were. I, I, I thought I was, you were the guy they were going to put in there, and that was, was. I was the guy, and yeah. the commission they made their mind up. They were like, "No, you've already had a fight, and um, you know um, we're not we're not clearing you to fight." And I just feel that was stupid. It's a tournament, and that that was the rules. Yeah, it wasn't like I'd been knocked out right. or I, I was injured. Yeah, I, I, I was fine. Yeah, that, that's what I said, and yeah, I, I wasn't happy at all. Um, you know, uh, I, thought, I thought they messed up big time with that. Yeah, that was but, unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, I should have won the fight. That that then there would have been no argument. I should have won the fight. Right. But you know, I, I got a second chance, and that was taken away from me. So yeah, um, I was pissed off with that with that decision that um, the commission made. Well, you're coming back at a good starting point, you know, you're taking on the former champion and uh if the fight goes as well or better than it did that first fight in the first few rounds, then I, you know, I think you I think you got a really good chance of uh you know, I'm I, I, I'm I'm a reporter so I'm try I try not to be biased, but I'm I am a big fan as well, so uh yeah, thank I you. think it's uh, I think it's exciting that you're down at the Black Zillions full time. Uh, that just makes you, you're already scary as hell to begin with. So it no, makes you <laughs> 10, ten yeah, times no, no, scarier it's now. It's just, it's just, I, I just feel like I'm my game good. So I, I, I'm just, I'm just like excited. I keep saying it, but I am actually excited to get, to get it out of the way. So, you know, Friday cannot come. <laughs> I might have to have a little chill and chill out for a little while. But yeah, Friday can't come out soon enough. Now let's say, uh, so let's say you win this fight with Newton. You're obviously gonna. That's probably gonna put you into title contention. So yeah, 
So you, you where, where do you think where do you think you're where do you think you'll be after this fight with Newton? That's my question. <laughs> oh yeah, after this, I, I think what I would like is another big fight. Right. You know, um, I think I think that that's that's what needs to happen. Another big fight that maybe like they say Phil Davis, um, maybe a rematch with Mo. You know, yeah. I, I think a big you know a big fight um, leading up um, for number one contender fight that that should be. Um, yeah, to fight the champion Liam. But um, I, I'm not sure when Liam's next fight is and, and who he's got next. I thought it was Phil Davis. I don't know if it's Phil or, or what's going on. But um, I'm definitely expecting a, a big fight after, after this win. As well as focusing on the strap, you want to focus on big fights. Yeah, but, and that's, that's, what, that's what it's about, you know. Um, I want to get the big fights out of the way. I, I, I want, to, want to be fighting the best. And you know, there's no there's no point taking a step back. I want to be going to the top. So um, I've, I've got to fight for the people that are, that are above me and 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 the big fights. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. And are you are you uh, are you are you steadfast in staying at light heavyweight? Are you steadfast in staying in Bellator? Are you looking to go other places? Are you looking to move up in weight? Yeah, I'm obviously Bellator is my home, so I, I will always stay there. But um, yeah, I'm looking to to go up a weight as well. You know, fight both weights. That that that's, that's something because I've been thinking of as well. You know, there's some good fights I think for me in, in heavyweight. Yeah. Um, and and also, um, you know, your vision as well. I was not to have been on on the rhythm show that they had in December. I, I, I was ready. I was ready to fight. You know, for that. Um, so yeah, if, that's great. That Bellator know, is. That's great. That Bellator gives you that freedom to. You know, if if you're if you got downtime here, you can go make money there. That that's right, and you know what what a great place to um, visit and and to fight is in Japan. You know, so you know I'm, I'm looking to fight fight a rhythm show at, at some point. And yeah, um, catchweight, heavyweight, you know, it, there's loads of fights out there for me. What do you um, walk around at? at I walk around about two thirty. Yeah. Yeah, right. two, two thirty, and and I, uh, I'm still in shape, then I'm not out of shape, right? You know, so if I have to put a little bit of exercise on, then then yeah, I will. Um, you know, also it depends who you fight in and 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 what weight you're going to fight at, also as well. But yeah, I walk around, you know, in shape at two thirty. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I cut down to two two oh five. You know, would you consider right, fighting right, Fedor? Right Are you Fedor? Yeah. Yes, that's a money fight. That's a, <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, that's probably one of the biggest fights ever. Yeah, you know? that's, that's you know? an exciting fight. <laughs> that is you a know? super exciting fight. Yes, definitely. That's, that's a big money fight. There. You know, so um, you know, so I want a big fight. So if if uh, you fight, I'll, I'll jump at the chance. So I know you're still you're training today, even though it's a holiday. So. Uh, Sorry, uh, so it's a ho- uh, it's a holiday today. It's a U.S. holiday today. Is there, uh, you're you're still everybody's training. The gym's all there. Everybody's yeah yeah. yeah the gym gym was, was packed. Everyone was at the gym today. We tra- we trained this morning and then we're going back to later on for sports. Um, that's that's a little bit um later tonight. I'm assuming, but yeah, the gym is packed. But there's no reason for me to have off. So I've got a fight coming up. So I think keep keep um, in shape. Keep sharp. Um, and we do this with the weight that I've got. But other than that, yeah, the gym is packed today. 
Yeah, I would, ima- I would imagine it's a, a, where I train today during the day where it's normally only a handful of people. We had quite a few. We had probably double the people today just because it's a holiday. People had the day off from work. So yeah. it's a lot of people that no- that normally have to work on today that are in the gym training. So Yeah, um, well, it's a grimace. No days off for black videos. You know, so it, it, it is busy. Um, there's a lot of guys that have got fights coming up. Um, right. So obviously they, they were there. And there's people that, you know, just the hardcore core trainers. Yeah. How, if you had to guess. Not, not, not if you had to guess how many guys are in camp right now at the Black Zillion. Right now, I'd say, off the top of the head, I think there's about six, maybe seven people. Wow. Yeah, but that are actually. There's, Three, three guys, including myself, fighting on Friday. And oh, then really? Two guys, yes. Yeah. There's um, a guy called Jason Saxon. He's, um, he's a vocal eight, so watch out for him. Okay. And um, Robin um, is the K1 um, glory, he's the glory champion. Uh, I, I can't pronounce the second name. He's from Holland. Um, he's fighting in, um, I'm not sure where he's fighting, actually, but he's got his... Um, his pro debut in MMA. This is going to be his pro MMA debut at Bellator. No, not his, not, not, no, not his Bellator debut, but his MMA debut. Oh, his MMA debut, yeah. Yeah, he's he, 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 a glory champion. Um, in, yeah. You know, in, in, in That's great. Uh, so, do you have as a as an MMA fan? Do you have any? Are there any big fights that you're excited to see, whether on Risen or Bellator or UFC or World Series or any of them? Are there any fights that you're like chomping at the bit? You can't wait to see the fight. Well, there's definitely two, and that's um, obviously um, McGregor versus Adesanya. Yeah. You know, I can't wait, can't wait to see that. And then there's the two Jones and Tom Cormier. Yeah. You know, but obviously, you can't forget the biggest fight that's going to happen on the 19th. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, myself, so I'm not going to beat myself, but other than myself, it's Gracie versus Samuel. Yeah. You know, that's... Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't wait for that. That's, that's the biggest fight I'm, I'm waiting for. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, what do you, what, what do you yeah. think's going to happen in that fight? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to pick my boy. Um, Royce, but I, I, I think Royce is going to start something. I think that, that's how he wins. I think he's going to, he's going to start um, somewhere. Yeah, and, and I got the Royce going to up in, up in ground watching him, you know. Um, I hope so he does. I, I hope he does. Know, that would be that would be great. Yeah. I, I, I am, I am, I'm worried that it's going to be like the super fight was where. You know, Shamrock's going to take him down and lay on top of him for 15 minutes. And, uh, yeah, I hope that fight doesn't happen. I, I, I would love nothing more yeah. than to than to yeah. see Gracie you, throw you, up a triangle. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be excited, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be excited to look there after my fight. And then who do, who do you have in... Uh, if you had to call uh, McGregor Dos Anjos, who do you who do you think is going to take that fight? I've been asked that many times, but I, I always count McGregor out. <laughs> I always say, yeah, seriously, I always say 
Mende, who's going to be in. I say Aldo's going to be in. And I'm always wrong. <laughs> it's so fun. So, Dude, I'm the exact same way. Yeah, My co-host yeah. is like a giant McGregor fan. And his yeah. every one of his last three or four fights, I was like, no. I'm like, yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. I was going to get his ass And every Mendes time. he's going to wrestle him. Yeah. yeah. Alan's going to box him. Yes. <laughs> and every time he pulls it out and I go, oh, my God. So he's, yeah. the guy's won me as a fan. Having said that, having said that he's won me over as a fan and I'm a big McGregor fan. I don't know. I know. Dos, Dos Anjos yeah. looks like a world beater right now. I know. What, what he's done to the garden, he destroyed Savoni. Just, just destroyed. And he destroyed Benson Henderson. Just destroyed. You know, two of them are, two of them are former champions. And, you know, Cerrone is a, a wealthy enough. So, you know, my heart wants to say Nathaniel. But yeah. I say you can't count McGregor out. Yeah. So I, I can't actually pick. Yeah. That's it. Well, here's, there's it. Where, here's where I'm at with it. I would love nothing more than to see McGregor win because I think yeah. it's, I think it's great for the sport. I think yeah. it's, and, and, I, I think and, it's going to bring so much attention. Yeah, it's going to bring so much attention to the sport. People that have never watched UFC before are going to go, holy shit, this guy's a two-division champion. He's killing everybody. You know, they're, he's already doing that. He's already won over yeah. tons of people. <laughs> Having said that, I don't know how he's going to deal with Dos Anjos. That guy looks uh-huh. just just <laughs> brutal. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, you got a little distorted there for a second. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Are you my on speakerphone? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, just a, there's a couple other things I wanted to ask you. So I, uh, I wanted to ask you how you how you started getting involved in MMA. Um, where you uh, what were like the first matches that you saw where you went, oh my god, this is something I want to do. Was it was it something where you saw where you watched an MMA match or was it were you training at a gym already? Or? Um, the first MMA was um, one of my friends. Um, he was he was fighting. Um, in a, in a show, um, with a domestic show, it was back home in England. And, yeah. um, me and a few of us around, and, um, we actually had like a little wrestling fight, um, with Justin and, in the back garden. And, um, I ended up, um, picking him up, and, um, beating him up with one problem. <laughs> and, uh, after that, he was like, I think you should come to the gym. And then, uh, after a month or two, I could keep asking me, asking me, and I actually decided, let me, let me go down and, and see what she's all about. Um, I went to the gym, and I, I was beating the guys that were had that, and had pro fights that have been fighting for years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it was going well. My coach, Danny Batten, that's my coach, um, still, still today. Um, he was like, you know, I think we should, um, at least have an amateur fight. Um, yeah. And, and see how you get on. So yeah, um, I had an amateur fight, I won that, and then 
after that, I had another fight two weeks later, and that was a title fight. I won that, and then it, it just basically steamrolled. And before you know it, I was fighting pro, and then, um, you know, it, it wasn't probably until I won my first pro, pro, um, pro title, I was actually, I'm going to take this seriously and actually, you know, try to, um, I, I was actually doing my research, training two, two, two times a day, like, when I'd have a day off work or something, you know, I was really putting the work in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then when I went to UC MMA, which is another, another big show in, in the UK, um, you know, that was when I was like, I've made it. Yeah, but I hadn't, yeah. but that, but then, obviously for me, that was a big, and yeah, it, it sort of went from there. I'd won the title on that, defended it, and then, you know, then it's all called. And then, now, now we are here now, as, as we speak. I, I never thought I'd be here, though, but when I started, I never thought, oh, that's where I want to be, better to, um, I'm going to be fighting and training in America. I never thought that in a million years. I was just doing it as, like, a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're able to really focus and, you know, cause if, if you're doing that kind of damage and just it being a part-time thing, you know, yeah. having you come in and training full-time and especially training down at the Black Zillions, uh, yeah. I, I'm scared for whoever's looking across the cage at you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good luck to whoever it is that ends up on the other side of the cage from you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, the only other question that I had is just, uh, we're going to, we're going to try and use some of these things for like maybe future episodes, but we want to ask, uh, like everyone we talked to, uh, what's like one of the most notable fights that you ever saw and one of the fights that sticks out in your mind, one of the classic fights that you go, wow, that was the, that was one that was, uh, was amazing to me. That was one where, you know, this guy's performance was so incredible or, or uh, or both of the guys' performances were so incredible. Do you have a specific fight that you think of when you're like... Um, um, I'm trying to think of a specific fight, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a fight, but I'd say um, back in the day when it was... I wouldn't say no whole bars, but it was where um, different weight categories, anyone could fight anyone, you know? Yeah, I'd yeah. say then, that, that them type of fight, when I first started watching it, um, they they were amazing. Where you'd have like Peter Belfort versus Tank Abbott, yeah, or like Dan Severn versus like I mean some some big a, a, a guy bigger than him. Yeah, or um, Dan you know, Severn versus Hoist Gracie. That was amazing. Yeah, sorry, sorry again. Uh, when it was Dan Dan Severn versus Hoist Gracie when he got triangle choked, and know, I think that was I UFC. UFC. Yeah, and and yeah, and um, basically something didn't he? Say that again. Um, Gracie Subkin, didn't he? Got, yeah, yeah, he got a triangle. Yeah, he got a triangle. Yeah, he got a triangle. It was the um, first time, it was the yeah. first time I ever saw a triangle choke in my whole life and none of the announcers, oh, okay. none of the announcers knew what it was. <laughs> they were like, yeah. wow, he, I don't know why yeah. he tapped. He choked him out or was it an arm <laughs> yeah, bar? Or, you know, cause it was, you know, it was Jim Brown and, uh, uh, I don't know if it was Jeff Blatnick at that time, but none of them were really well versed in the ground game. They just knew yeah. that the Gracies were killers, and so they just said everything that's was right. a choke. You know, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'd say them type of fights were like, you know, that's that's when I was like, wow, this is amazing. I don't yeah. know. 
I really did today that that old day were the best. You know, some of them fights were brutal. Yeah. Some of them fights, yeah, some of them fights were brutal. And, and there were so many fighters, like, back then as well. Well, it was such a, it was such an exciting thing to me when it started because it was, I'm a lifelong martial artist and there's always discussion as to what's the best martial art. You always talk about it with your friends. Oh, well, well, I do pen socks a lot or I do Aikido or I do Kempo or whatever. And this is my thing and I think it's the best thing. And then we get to see all these one dimensional fighters who that was their, that was their one thing come together yeah. and find out what now it's a whole different. Now it's everybody, everybody's doing, everybody's course, wrestling, everyone, everyone everybody's kickboxing, everybody's doing Muay Thai, everybody's doing jujitsu there. It's all a combination yeah. of things. It's a, you're an MMA oh. fighter. There's not yeah, many one dimensional right. guys left, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was really neat to see the one dimensional guys evolve too over it. You know, guys like Randy Couture who came in as a world class wrestler. Yeah. But also evolved into a, a really good dirty boxer, you know? Yeah. Like that fight against Vitor Belfort, that, that first fight where he fought, that was oh. where I, it was amazing to me because yeah. Belfort was annihilating everybody. Yeah, he was just right. killing yeah, everybody. And so to see, to see Couture pin him up against the fence and, and outbox him. him yeah. yeah. It was he like, did. holy he shit. Did. He's yeah. really done it. Cause I, I was a wrestler. Yeah. I wrestled all through junior high and high school. So I, when guys like Severn came along and Coleman and Couture and Randleman and all those guys, I was like, you know, those were the guys that were the most exciting to me because I was That's a wrestler. Right. Um, yeah. Same, same. I, I, I agree with you. They were right. You know. And, and, they, and they were good as well, like, I'd get you and I'd take you down and I'd beat you up. And it's like, right. what are you doing? <laughs> and it's similar to, to what I do. That's what I like to do. Yeah. You know, I, like, I like that type of style. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like it, but, you know, it's, I, yeah, I that works. Now. <laughs> you, have, you have to. If someone takes you down and, um, you know, um, you get on top, you have to know how to work that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, or even defend it. Yeah, if you can't get a guy off from top of you, and you can't stop a guy from punching you from the top, you're going to lose the fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's it's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, and you take some damage. That's right. So the uh, unless there's anything else that you'd like to to mention or talk about, um, um I just like to um, you know um, pick up my sponsors. Oh yeah, um, sure. Please do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to um, all the sponsors that helped me out through the fight, leading up to the fight, and um, you know, just being my sponsors all in all. Um, Hayabusa, Jacko, um, My Health Up, BFT, Black Dreams, Impact, The Warehouse, Basel Beauty, Gordon Nutrition, and MMA Made. All right. Excellent. And if, uh, if you, if you were out to breakfast and Emmanuel Newton came down and sat next to you, is there anything that you'd say to him before the fight? <laughs> if you, I'll if you got to look at him know. in the face and you had anything you could say to him before the fight, what would you say to him? Um, what all right 
All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Nick David with the MMAniacs Podcast. We've been talking to Linton Vassal. He's, he's going to be fighting Emmanuel Newton this Friday night in Bellator. We wish you the best of luck. Thank you. And thank you so much for, for taking a half hour out of your day and, and talking with us here. No worries. Really no worries. enjoyed it. I'm, 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 yeah, thanks for being to you. All right. All right. Take care, I man. Hope. Thank you. And, and to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We're back from the interview. Uh, I hope you as enjoyed you can that. See. As you can plainly see. As you can hear. <laughs> um, and it, I have nothing to say. He has honestly. nothing to say because he didn't hear it because I haven't edited it in yet. So basically, uh, it, I did give you a few questions to ask to use <laughs> later in the year. I did. If, if, I if used some of them, and we're going to hear them all, and then we'll hear we'll use them again for. Uh, 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 oh, you don't want to give exclusive content, and I'll uh, I'll edit it out whatever I can. Okay, it's. Uh, you know, some of you probably heard it was, some of it was hard to understand because he does have a very thick British accent and he does talk a little bit fast and it was a, and, and it was a phone call in. So, uh, there was a few things going, working against us, but I think, uh, I think I understood most of what he was saying. I hope you guys understood most of what he was saying. Really nice guy and, uh, I'm really looking forward to the fight. I, I, I think that now that he's down, in he's he's working with the black zillions he's fighting full-time um, he has been since he got into bellator but now he's focused solely on it and he's working with just the stone cold murderers down there rashad evans tyrone spong uh anthony rumble johnson um just all the killers that are down there at black zillions and so his game from what he says and what i can only imagine you know they say steel sharpen steel and I can only imagine with him being down there training every day that he's turning into a fucking animal. And he already was. He's a super athlete coming in. Um, and as much as he got with the training that he was able to get is amazing. So now with this super duper training, I, I don't know. I think that the light heavyweight division is going to be in big trouble. And I think Emmanuel Newton has got a hell of a fight on his hands. So, but this is just a three rounder. Though. It's just a three rounder. Which, if whose favor do you think that works in? I think it works in uh, in Linton Vassell's favor because if it was the last fight, he won the first two rounds and Newton won the third. Having said that, I think Newton's going to be a little more aggressive this fight because he knows it's only three rounds and he knows he doesn't yeah, the pace he can't lose different. the first two. <laughs> you know, he knew he could now lose the first two. Yeah. Of course, you know now. I know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. That's right. Who do I you... am getting better. I don't think. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <Okay>. I don't. <laughs> I I don't think I said you know that many times during the interview. I was oh, trying, good. I was trying to pay because you didn't to... know. <laughs> you weren't sure what he was saying, so you said, <laughs> right. I don't That's know. <laughs> I wa I was smiling to myself because I was thinking, since I haven't done the interview and I know you have to edit it first, it would be great if you just edited if a, a special version for me of the stuff you didn't understand to see if uh, if see if you understood. I just I'll just edit out all or, of my voice. Or I would like to hear what you responded to the stuff you didn't understand. I see. Or <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, sure. <laughs> I think no, I, I don't, I get you. I, I think I, I think I understood most of it. Uh, good. 
I think I understood most of what you're saying, <laughs> but it was, it, but it was hard. It was it definitely was work. I had to really, I had to really train my ear to listen to exactly what he was saying because it was, it was a lot of factors working against it. But nice. It's great that we can do these Skype interviews and people can call in to our. We to gotta our start Skype doing that. We gotta, yeah, we gotta get the Skype going. Get yeah, some, I've got get some video. On I have there. emails out to, uh. Customer support. <laughs> I, have, I have emails out to Ken Shamrock and, uh. Which is just Ken Shamrock at AOL.com. <laughs> and Kimbo Slice. Um, and I have a few others that are out right now, but those, I was just trying to focus on those for the fights this weekend. Um, well, yeah, of course it would be, it would be great to, I don't, I, I don't know if Bellator does it the same way that the UFC does, Well, they'll have conference calls and so different members of the media can press a button to get in and ask a question. So oh. it, it would be nice to, to get in on one of those phone calls or do what we got to do. Oh, maybe we can. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh. CES is happening Friday night. We're going to be at that mm-hmm. fight. While that's happening, the Bellator fight is going on. Yeah, so we'll DVR that. Have to watch it later. C- uh, World Series of Fighting is Saturday night. And then Sunday, we've got... Uh, cowboy, cowboy versus Cowboy. Cowboy versus Cowboy. UFC, it's a, Pittsburgh. It's a cowboy on cowboy crime, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And this one is... I feel like it's getting a lot less push. Maybe it's because... The fogginess, of, a few cards had to drop off. Brandon Thatch couldn't get a prescription for a medication that he was taking from the Pennsylvania Athletic Commission. So they huh. took that fight and they moved it to UFC 196. So I'm sure that both those guys are maybe going to get a little bit of a bump in pay or I don't know. Maybe it'll just be the same. Anyhow, we missed out on a good fight on free TV. Brandon Thatch hasn't fought since Gunnar Nelson upset him. Um, at UFC 189, I believe. So, uh. Which you were at? No, I was not. I was at UFC, uh, 194. Oh. 189 was Mendez. Oh. I was there for McGregor Aldo. Oh. I was up here, just above where we're broadcasting from. We're, uh-huh. we're broadcasting from below side two studios. We're side negative two studios, cause <laughs> it is cold in here. It is. We have a, a I bought little... a, I bought a, um, a spice heater, which does not a heat up. A spice heater? Is a, it like a it, space heater? It can, but only, only, it can but... only warm up spices. <laughs> For heat, I actually put crushed red pepper in my underpants. Nice. My, my long john underoos. That'll warm it up. Yeah, so. I mean, do you have a pick in Dadaf, despite the fact that you don't uh, want to hear any more about Dada 5000? Who are you picking? I, I think Kimball's going to knock him the fuck out. I don't think that guy has any business being in a <laughs> mixed martial arts event. I think he's a, I, I think of him the same way I think of Kimbo Slice when he came in. I was like, there's this knucklehead. Um, you know, I mean, I do. Kimbo has done a lot of work. To become better than just a backyard brawler, he always has that crazy knockout power. I, uh, Dada Five Thousand's not an athlete. He's not a guy that is a super trained guy. He's just this backyard brawler who, if he can get his hands on you in the first few minutes, uh, and from what I have read, he was mostly a promoter. Uh, he wasn't a fighter. He was the guy that promoted. Kimbo Slice's fights, 
they had a falling out because of the promotional end of things. I don't know if it was financial or whatever. Um, I don't know if Dada 5000 thought he was entitled to some more money once Kimbo Slice got into the UFC or I have no idea, but yeah. I, that's, that was where the falling out happened was with that relationship. So it's just, you know, Bellator's trying to find, <laughs> Bellator's trying to find something new and interesting. And also, I think, give Kimbo Slice an easy fight. Um, I, I don't. And I think that they're, yeah, they're a TV, they are a branch of Viacom, a TV company. They do free television, so they need to get ratings. Right. And, and something like this, just what they think would be sort of a slam dunk for shit talking. You know, new Kimbo versus old Kimbo. Right. It ends, they're from the same neighborhood doing the same thing. So that kind of lends, even though Kimbo's not playing into it as much as Dada is on his part, yeah, that's sort of what they're doing. They're just trying to market a fight that way by, and also sort of giving them a, a, a tomato can, if you would use mm. boxing terms, but it's also one that will sell the fight in a somewhat interesting way. Otherwise, they would never have Dada 5000 posing with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I didn't know who Dada 5000 was when they announced the fight. They announced both the main and the co-main at the same time. I was like, of course, you're first drawn to Shamrock Gracie 3, a rematch yes. from UFC 1. We're on U- we're nearing UFC 200. Holy shit. These guys are so old. What the fuck? And then, <laughs> oh, Ken Bush says his fight again. Who is he? Dada 5000? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? And why does he have a sledgehammer? It, that's entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Do you think he's going to come down with the sledgehammer like Hacksaw Jim Duggan with a less dangerous item? I don't mm. think so. But. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll reiterate what I said about the main event uh, in the interview, which you didn't hear. You haven't heard yet. But uh, in the interview, we talked about the main. I talked about the main event with Linton Vassell, and both of us are in agreement. We hope that we can see. Hoist Gracie come out and really put his submission game to work and hope it's not like the second fight. I don't know if you saw. Oh, the 30 plus minute right. fight? Yeah. So, you know. Ba- <laughs> now I do. Basically. Now I do if I've listened to the interview that was played earlier. <laughs> right. uh, basically, Ken Shamrock took down Gracie and then laid on top of him for 30 yeah. minutes and that was the fight. And I hope that we don't get a 15 minute version of that fight. Um, if we do, would it be, would it be a five round? Do they have that stipulation in Bellator? It's a five uh, round main event. Maybe it is it's a five round main event. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it is. Maybe you're right because I thought. I mean, I don't know if that's a thing see. across all MMA, but really, unless it's a short notice, I would anticipate that a main event at least be scheduled for five rounds. The last what? time that there was a three round main event was the UFC Dublin when they had to have Luis Smolka versus Patty Houlihan. Take the place on short oh, notice chitter-ty, of Duffy, Duffy Portier. Duffy, 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 Tenterton, Chatterty, Tetty. I'm trying to look at the card now to see if it says whether it's a, a five round fight or not, but. Let's just assume that it uh, is. Yeah, because so. It's a main so event. I, okay, so then I hope it's not another 25 minute <laughs> version of the 30 minute fight. I, I think it gives, um, I think it gives Hoist Gracie a lot more opportunity to throw up submissions when he's because he can he can do a lot in the transitions. He can do a lot when he's being taken down. He's got 
a lot of front headlocks, a lot of uh, guillotine choke type of things, and there's a lot that he can do when there's when there's not when there's inactivity and somebody's just laying on top of you that he can't that he won't be a, a, as able to do. So, but hopefully, being you know, I'm going the, with Ken Shamrock. He's going to tap yeah. him up with an ankle lock. One, <laughs> two, three. The referee is going to submit him. And, uh, <laughs> Ken Shamrock, Pat Smith, all over again. <laughs> the ref was in on it. The ref was in on it. Uh, I can't find my phone. Callers, call my phone. I can't find it. <laughs> His phone number is. Yeah, you don't phone. remember. Do you, how many phone numbers do you remember? How many phone numbers do I remember? I remember. You're older than I am, and I had to remember phone numbers for a long time. Okay. I don't remember any real current numbers except for my own and my dad's work, which is really easy to remember, and 1-800-WET-TITS, you know, and that's still used. I can tell you my childhood phone number when I was from age eight. Seven, six, eight, seven. When from age seven to age fifteen, I can tell you that number. And it was when I lived in Roseburg, Oregon. It was it was uh five oh three. Wait, just take out your phone and call it. Six seven three seven five four three. That was the number. That was my that was my childhood phone number. Call that number and tell the person that owns it if if they leave a review of Maniacs on iTunes, they can win a copy of the the Crippler or some bootleg T shirts. Uh, and I know my wife's number. And I know, I know my. Uh, when my did you did you number? always did you know her number before you got married, or w- yeah. was that something that you thought? Oh, I gotta remember this. No, she has a really easy number to remember. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of uh, repeating numbers in her phone number. Nice. Uh, it's a it's a really. She easy has one number. of those um, television and movie numbers. That's five five five. Yeah, yeah, five 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 five. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, five, I, was like five, five, I can remember that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I remember my Aunt Vicky's number and my Uncle George's number, and I think that's about it. Oh, and uh-huh. I remember my best friend's number from uh-huh. when I was a kid, too. Uh-huh. His mother still, they had a, the, this really cool, uh, log cabin they lived in on, uh, the South Umqua River in, in Oregon. Uh, uh-huh. it's just outside of Roseburg, Oregon, in like a suburb of Roseburg, Oregon. Um, but I remember, uh, shout out to Paula Jackson, who's actually also a big MMA fan. Uh, so PJ, if you're listening, which you're probably not, because I don't think you know what podcasts are. Uh, I she, love she you. She could figure I, it out. She was like button. my second mom. She was like my second mom. She was my best friend, Abe Zaffirano's mother, and shout I used to nice. hang out with over at their house a lot. And Abe was a m- fucking monster wrestler. He was uh, just a monster wrestler. He probably could have gone on to college and really done great things but i think after high school he kind of got burnt out on it he really worked hard in high school and uh i think he had enough of it but he could have been a i think he could have been he a could have been a contender he could have been a contender Damn. he was a bad dude so was his brother his older brother matt zaffron was a great wrestler too um i was uh i was a varsity wrestler only because I was a heavyweight, and there was only one other dude in my, in my school that was a heavyweight, and his name was Nick Mandera. Did you, you and call we, him your, you had to, your rival by default? You ha- well, so every week you had to wrestle to be, to get the varsity spot for the to, for the next week's in the meet, meet. Oh. right? So 
You got to fight for your meat, boy. That's it. So f- we would wrestle every week. And one week I would we- win, and one week he would win. So one week I was varsity, and next week he was varsity. And one week I was varsity, and next week he was varsity. So it just went went back and back and forth, and we were the only two dudes. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. I was in the top two heavyweights in my school. Yeah. Me and another dude. You should have been... Actually, there was a dude, uh, Sean Estes, I think he was a heavyweight for a while, and there was another dude named Vance Wogamont, and I think he was a heavyweight for a while. Shout out to my old wrestling team, uh, Roseburg High School Indians. Woo woo! Was Um, that their... (laughs) <laughs> was that their motto? Woo woo! Like, uh, like Tomahawk. Woo woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, All right. God. Come on. <laughs> They're gonna shut us down for racism, Matt Kona. <laughs> it's not racist. <laughs> Come on. At least you didn't call anyone. At least you didn't put a puppet on your hand and call anyone a slut. Okay, can we, let's just take a <laughs> quick minute to plug this Thursday. Hopefully this podcast will be up by then. Roast Battle 3 at the Davis Square Theater roast, in roast, Somerville, roast, roast. Massachusetts. Battle, 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 battle. 3, 3, 3. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely happy that it's happening because I did some inadvertent internet shit stirring <laughs> because yes. one of the competitors <laughs> had to drop out and her opponent was going to be a comic named Woody Wood who does... A puppet called Joselito. Joselito da Puppet is who its has, full name. Who has, by the way, like 11,000 Twitter followers? Yeah, so we'll... What I'll, the fuck? Hey. How did he get 11,000? People love that That's shit. That's crazy. That's Joselito. <laughs> Good for Listen, you. Listen, we're going to get Joselito to do an MMAniacs Hell promo. Yes. So, uh, With 11,000 followers, we're going to get Joselito. To shout get out to Woody Wood and Joselito. But anyway, Woody Wood is going to be... He, he had an opponent and I told him he should go on the Boston Comedian message board because that's where he got it. To, he posted some Joselito videos years ago and people shit on him about it. There was a long back and forth. I didn't read it. I try not to get too caught up into internet drama that doesn't involve me. Right. But his opponent was someone that he met on that board through arguing. So he went on and posted that he needs an opponent and a bunch of people chimed in and talked shit. But refused to take the roasting assignment. So I told him to help promote the show, he should make a video where it was him taking on everyone that took the challenge in his post but didn't follow through with right, it. Like right. a couple of comics who live in New York now or one, both people named Ryan and, and, uh, and he made a video but he mentioned Kayla and it stirred up a bunch of shit because I didn't tell her him the reason that she backed out is a friend of hers passed away and so he just said that she backed out for other reasons so it's, look I, so I wanna, it, it caused the big internet star nick saw yeah. it everyone's watching with their popcorn online but people uh, are want, making response videos with other <laughs> no, puppets so inadvertently i changed the days <laughs> of young men in the boston comedy where instead of being productive and writing jokes or doing something to better humanity they put puppets on, each other on their puppets. hands <laughs> and continued arguments and started new arguments and sub arguments in everything but it does all help promote the show so there is a little bit of bad blood but uh actually it's not even really bad blood unless you're going to watch Woody Wood lose. So I was comparing <laughs> it in a way to the Floyd Mayweather and now the Conor McGregor effect where some people 
like the shit talking that he's doing. They're like, ah, it's funny. You should have a good sense of humor about it. And then other people are like, that's not funny. These people never agreed to be roasted. Never mind by a puppet online. So they want to maybe go to see Woody Wood fail. So it's, right. you either want to see him win or you want to see him lose. <laughs> but the point is that you want to see him, that you come to it. Right, right. So while I didn't help, uh, I didn't, ta- I told him just to do the people in the thread. I didn't know he was going to bring in other people, but, Anyway, it got people's attention, and uh, it sure did. I, I haven't read up. a thread like that since uh, since the Kvetch War days. <laughs> it's been a it's been a long time since I've uh, seen such a such a uh, squandering of people's time. <laughs> yeah, it's a real squall, I think. I so know. it's not to play devil's advocate. I don't think he was doing any of it to be malicious. I don't think he was trying to hurt anybody. You know, maybe some of it was overboard, but. Uh, you know, I don't think he's an unreasonable dude, and I keep seeing Kayla, like Kayla tried to get, tried to contact, um, she tried to contact, uh, Facebook and have them take it down. Oh, really? And, uh, I said to her, which I haven't gotten a response, why don't you just ask him? If you, ex- if you say to him, listen, this really offends me, and it bums me out, would you please take it down? I'm sure he'd take it down because I don't think he's an asshole. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he's trying to be malicious or shitty. But Oh, I definitely think a lot of internet arguing could be solved by just directly hitting someone up instead of going back and forth. <laughs> right. Because, I don't know, it's something about roasts so- especially, but it kind of invites it in the same way that... There's sometimes fights in the crowd at fights where right, people right. are going back and forth and talking, oh, what the fuck does this guy know? And they'll get little arguments. So things kind of surround the culture. But in a way, I think that it's going to be downplayed. This is going to be uh, a different thing because Woody Wood's new opponent is a guy that he knows through comedy that they're like friends with. And I was trying to – that's fine. Most of – most – most roasts nowadays are people who are familiar enough with each right. other yeah, where yeah. everything's cool. So it'll be good. And I was trying to get everyone involved in the thread to say, hey, listen, if you really don't like the guy, you don't like the video, write good jokes about him and give them to Alex Jim Papa to use because you have the opportunity to see someone fail in public. And that's a lot more painful than just a post that doesn't get as many likes as another post or something. Well, I think I think people like to be offended these days too. I think people are they're very quick to be offended and they want everyone to know how offended they are by it. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's the big the big offense that was by by Woody Wood and Joe Salito was he called this one comic a slut and the comic didn't take it well and uh but then in another post I saw another gentleman call her a slut and she t- took it very well so it was um, you know it was more it wasn't that he called her a slut it was the context of it and and the familiarity like oh you're not my friend you don't get to call me a slut because you're right. not my you're not my my friend uh so but ha- having said that it's not yeah i don't know i know I, and that I, but i i i think i'm hypersensitive to it because i understand the position she's in whereas she wrote me an email saying i can't do this show my friend died so i'm not handling it well and i re- replied with sympathy oh i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry totally to hear that a bummer and and i like i like i like all parties involved here i don't yeah but <laughs> i can see where any, she, i'm just I'm not saying. taking any sides and i don't i don't i'm not trying to shit on anybody i'm just no no I'm you're just not, saying well, some, it doesn't come off i'm just saying well. sometimes it just it just seems like Rather than solve the issue, 
people would rather be offended and market right. their offend of their being offended to everyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it just keeps giving life to the thread because right. it keeps getting bumped up and new people can watch it. So right. we, there was like an East Coast reaction and then the comics that moved to California <laughs> reaction three three uh, hours later. So who does maybe, maybe listen maybe different, they're maybe they're both brilliant. Wave. Maybe they're both just brilliant. I was and looking maybe, forward maybe to they're it. like WWF where they're actually friends behind the scene maybe. and they were both building up the show quietly and then afterwards they're gonna go, Hey look what we did to build up the show, Matt. <laughs> you this is two weeks in a row, you and your conspiracies Nick. Right. I don't buy it, but I think that I, I'm just saying I can appreciate her saying, going to bed, saying, Oh, I'm glad that he was sympathetic to me not being able to do the show. And then waking up with a puppet being like, Kayla Aver hit the back up because she's too busy being a slut. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I apologize for whatever role I fucking have in, but it, it, controversy creates cash as WCW's <laughs> Eric Bischoff wrote in a book. And I post. I already posted that. If you saw me on Facebook, everybody, everybody. So those are the local fights. There's so many yeah. fights this weekend. There's roast battle on Thursday. There's CES and Bellator Friday. See how I lumped it in. Look at that World Series of Fighting on Saturday. I don't know that much about the card. I know that their bantamweight championship is on the line. And then Sunday, of course, Cowboy versus Cowboy. We have the full card of that, so I mean, we could do um, our pick selection now, or what? What other uh, little? Right. We want to talk about the two main, uh, the biggest free agents who were out there. And, and in past shows, we discussed it. But Aljamain Sterling announced live on the MMA Hour earlier on Monday that he has resigned, and Alistair Overing not only has resigned, but it, it's he didn't say whether it was put specifically in his contract but he's going to be headlining the ufc's debut in the netherlands as they go to rotterdam on may 8th and he'll be in the main event of that Uh uh-huh so that's exciting no opponent announced yet but so today the big real the only big real uh free agent left out there right now is uh is meathead matt mitrione yeah i would say so so he's uh, really? Yeah, the only one. I don't know if there's. If, there may be a list somewhere. I don't have it. Ooh, hang on. All right, so we're gonna do our picks really quickly. Oh, but I wanted to ask a question oh, right. because there was oh, a good, there good. was a late developing news. If you're friends with Nick David on Facebook, you saw that he changed his profile to Nick David Grappling with Gonzaga. Oh yeah. UFC light heavyweight. 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 Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yes, he is a heavyweight. And he's got a fight coming up, right? Against, yeah. is it in Croatia? He's fighting, it is, or yep, in Australia? It is in Croatia, yeah. Okay. It is in Croatia and he's fighting, uh, another Russian dude, Um No, wait. Yep. Uh, I can't think of his dang name. No, he's, right I know who he's fighting because he's fighting the, uh, member of aka training part. This is why I wanted to bring it up. He, he's fighting the, a training partner of, Kane Velasquez and the light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier. Right. So that's who his opponent is training with. And he is training with Nick David, co-host of <laughs> MMAniacs podcast. So if we were playing six degrees of Daniel Cormier. Yes. Uh, that's how we would, we would get there, in my opinion. Yes, I'm putting the screws to him. That's how it, that's how it came to light. Yeah, Ruslan Mar- uh, Magomedov. Ruslan Magomedov. Yep. Yes. Who's fourteen and one? Oh yeah, right so now. this is so this is the semi-main event of the afternoon 
Dos Santos versus Rothwell card. Yeah. Yeah, this is the, uh, 2 p.m. kickoff on Fight Pass. I believe, actually, you know what? It hasn't been announced yet, so it could be on Fox Sports 1. So instead of college basketball or something, which and I, I may did, be over with I by April get, 10th. College basketball is over by April 10th, right? Is the final four before then? I don't know, and there's, there's not, <laughs> I can't I wait till we break down our, we're there's, gonna no, break. there's nothing I could care less oh, no. about. We're doing a, we're All doing right. a bracket breaking episode around No, then. you're gonna find a new co-host. <laughs> Alright, Um I, so let's go into what our picks, I? and I just wanted to clarify that I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the traditional pick, the exact opposite of what Nick picks for the <laughs> Bellator main and co-main. Um, I'm okay. going with Data 5000, and I'm going with Ken Shamrock. Those okay. Are my picks. And then what about, uh, what about, uh, Newton versus, uh, Vassal? I'll go with Vassal because he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going with Vassal too because we had a really good interview with him today, and I think he's gonna, I think his training camp, uh, I think where he's training right now and the fact that such an athlete he is and as fast as he is supposedly learning stuff over there, I think he's going to come out a, a new fighter and really put the screws to Emmanuel Newton. So There we go. Um, and those are our Bellator picks. Now let's get into the UFC. Now you're picking on uh, from SureDog like usual, so yes. it could start anywhere <laughs> at random. So this is uh this is either the this is either the very first fight on the made card or very last card. I think it's the very last fight. Um, Let's find out together, Nick, sure. because I have the actual card in okay. front of me. Okay, I have so. uh, Uluwale Bamgose. That's in the middle. That's the second to last fight of the FS1 prelims. But I'm glad that you mentioned him because he is my fighter with the favorite my favorite nickname, which is the the holy, the holy war angel of death or something. <laughs> the holy war avenger. Anyway, sounds religious and death defying, even though he's, he's like, he's lost in the UFC. I think he's only fought once and that was against Uriah Hall. But. Yeah, he's, he only, he, he's five and one. So he only has one loss. And that was his UFC debut. And again, on short notice. So I'm going with Bangbos. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, Seraphine on that one. And then we got the main event of the FS1 prelims. Is that Joe Riggs versus Chris Camozzi? No. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Nick. It's Garcia versus Strickland. The Joe Riggs is the second fight on the main card. Oh. I don't even have Garcia versus Strickland on this. I don't know what your refusal to go to UFC.com <laughs> to look for. We're reporting on a UFC event, and you're like, eh, "My friend's got a MySpace. He's got a live journal. My top ten. There's. I mean, it's a big card. There were two. As we mentioned earlier, there's two fights that dropped from it. Uh, there hasn't been female fights the last few UFC cards, but there are two back to back on the prelims. So if you're a fight pass, you can watch those starting at 5:30 p.m. And as always, if you want to watch, we'll, we'll, we'll do our first, our full picks, but you can get those on Twitter the day of the fights because I personally like to make my fight, my fight picks after weigh-ins or during them, uh, which I'll have to do on YouTube because FS1 isn't showing the live weigh-ins, uh, of this event. So that's kind of, they're not pushing it that much. Cowboy versus cowboy, short notice fights. Yeah. Two guys that don't normally fight in that division. Um, Anyway, skipping ahead, we can let, we'll we'll go right to Joe Joe Riggs. We'll do this sure dog style this week because I shouldn't be complaining because I don't have a lot of these. I don't have a lot to say about some of these picks. See, I have the Sean Strickland Alex Garcia fight as the very first fight. Well, period. Who do you got? 
<laughs> uh, doesn't matter in the order. I'm going, no I'm going Sean Strickland on that fight. Okay. Uh, Joe Riggs versus Chris Camozzi. I got Camozzi. All right. Well, I'm going with Joe Riggs. He couldn't really fight his last one. He suffered a lot of uh, eye pokes and, and kind of ended in disappointing fashion. Joe but Riggs he's been was, around forever, uh, Joe Riggs. He's been around forever, and it shows. Yeah. I mean, Camozzi looks like a beast, but he someone found an easy way to to choke him out last time. So that probably won't happen with Riggs, but oh, he's my pick. All right. And then we got Dennis Bermudez versus uh, Tatsuya Kawajiri. I've got Bermudez. I have, I have no. I, I think Bermudez also. So And Derek Brunson versus Rowan Carnero. Uh, I'm going to go with Brunson. Mm, you skipped a big... Uh, you skipped Lineker Garbrandt. No love Cody Garbrandt versus uh, most recent... Fight of the night winner down in Mexico for a minute and a half of just bomb throwing, uh, John Lineker. But yeah, it's not even on this card. <laughs> well, I, have in front of I guess you can't pick it then. As always, <laughs> Mr. Nick NH I'll on go, Twitter. I'll go Lineker on that. At, I like Lineker. He's great. At Matt Kona. And I hate Cody Garbrandt, so I'm going with Lineker as well. All right. And then, uh, Cerrone versus Oliveira. And, uh, and I apologize. Last week I called him Charles Oliveira. That Charles Oliveira is oh, a featherweight. Yes. Also Brazilian and also fighting a lot. But Alex Oliveira, cowboy. Donald Cerrone, cowboy. And it's not up for grabs, although it would be great if they were fighting over who gets to use the nickname cowboy. But yes. Not the cards. I, I, I can't see uh, Donald Cerrone losing this one. He, he's never lost two back-to-back in his whole fighting career and i think coming off of that last fight against dos Anjos, i can't imagine he's not going to be fully fired up and ready and firing on all cylinders so i'm going with cerrone i'm going with Oliveira, just to be because i think that cerrone he, he can't be two brazilians <laughs> he's got he's got Brazilian point. I don't know, but I I think Oliveira is a good fighter. I know he's fighting on short notice, but he'll also have maybe a little bit more pop because he doesn't typically fight up at welterweight either. So I'm I'm excited to see what these guys how they shake out in this new division. If they'll stay there, if they decide that's what's best for them, or if Cerrone wants to bounce back down to lightweight. But both these guys like to fight. Yeah, they're both bangers. They, they, they're both bangers, uh, and they'll step in on any short notice. So yeah, Oliveira's got nine KOs, only two submissions. But there's only one person of any real merit in his whole fighting career. And that's KJ Noons. And he submitted KJ Noons because, you know, KJ Noons is a professional boxer. I don't think he was gonna. Yeah, I mean, you can't fault him for who he beats because he hasn't been in the UFC for too long and you just fight whoever you put in front of him. This is his biggest fight too. It's Cerrone. I mean, he just came from doing a main event. Yeah, way his biggest fight. I mean, it's, uh, there's not, there's, that's the only other name completely on his roster of folks that I even know. Is KJ Noons? I don't know a single other, a single other person, and 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 it's not it's not a knock on him. It's just uh, he. I don't think he's fought even close to the caliber of fighters that Donald Cerrone is, and I think he's going to have a shit storm of a time trying to get through Cerrone coming off of that loss. So that's where I'm at. 
That's where you're at. Yeah, and you can find out where you measure up. You can also join if you go to the UFC's fantasy on, on <laughs> UFC.com, which Nick Supposedly. has blocked on all of his computers. Um, you can join the fantasy league. Supposedly, because I tried to join it. It's way easier to join than it is to leave an iTunes comment. <laughs> Uh, it's also, Nick, we'll, we'll, I can't wait to tune in next week to see how, if your picks went through or not, if you hit save, oh, if you chose it. it, but it is something that... It's such uh, an old man, it's <laughs> such an old man thing to not be able to figure out. Hashtag FF means follow Friday. Oh. You can follow Friday, us on Twitter, at Macona, at Mr. Nick NH, at Pod, when we'll put the, our picks out there. And if you want yours out there, we'll retweet it as well, um... And we'll be back to you next week where we'll have all kinds of shit to talk about. Yeah, we'll Tons have a lot of, of fights. Of, a lot of fights to wrap up and look forward to. Is it the, uh, I'm trying to see if, if it's the following week for back to back. Yeah, because it's going to be the end of February is Bisping versus, uh, the greatest of all time. The goat. Anderson, Anderson Silva. Silva. So that's it. That's going to be an afternoon affair and fight pass on February 27th. So we'll have a more pre- more to preview on that, and uh, yeah, should be fun to see if your favorite limey twat, as you say, <laughs> if he gets beat down. Or oh, he's gonna get he's gonna get undefeated. Undefeated in the UK. Stomped in one round. One round stomper. Sorry about your undefeated uh, in the UK record, but <laughs> so get thanks the, for playing. Yeah, you can win a book. Come hit us up. Uh, leave a iTunes review iTunes review, book, iTunes review, t-shirt, iTunes review, free tickets to CES MMA. This is the MMA Maniacs, Nick David. And, and Matt Conus. And we'll see you next time. Sign so long. That's the end. No, we it. The MMA Maniacs podcast brought to you by Team Link of Hookset, New Hampshire. They're located at 1338 Hookset Road in Hookset, and their phone number is 603-641-3444. Their website is www.teamlinkhooksetnh.com. Uh, I've been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about 20 years, and for the last four years I've been training at Team Link, and it's one of the best schools I've ever trained at. Um, there's a lot of great instructors over there. There's no knuckleheads whatsoever. A lot of people there that are trying to help you get better at whatever it is that you want to study. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, karate, whatever it is that you want to study for martial arts, they've got somebody there to teach you the right way to do it. Uh, so if you go there, you tell them that the MMAniacs podcast sent you. They'll give you a free T-shirt and 30 free days to try out the school. Uh, again, their phone number is 603-641-3444, and their website is teamlinkhooksetnh.com.